It's your big homie, man, Bobby Dallas. And uh, I'm in here with Brandon Rabar, man. He's my special guest today. And uh, I want to welcome you all to the Bobby Dollar Show. So uh, today, man, we got a special guest, Brandon Rabar. Brandon, uh, I am a huge OKC Thunder fan. And um, I'm sure the world probably knows you are as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, I got it. Let me let me put my notes down. I was uh, kind of expecting a little, a little audio. So um, anyway, uh, like I was saying, man, we all know I'm a huge Thunder fan, and uh, I got one of our quote-unquote Thunder Woj bombs here. Our Thunder Woj, uh, <laughs> Brandon Rebar. Brandon, go ahead and tell everybody, um, you know, what you do, man. And yeah man i uh, appreciate you having me on and first off i'm i'm impressed that you got my name right uh you, you said it correctly which is you know a lot of people mess that up so well done yeah uh yeah uh so i write for uh dailythunder.com it's um uh it's it's really cool it's the uh, website that roy shung who's of course now with espn he's huge deal uh he started dailythunder.com and uh i now I've kind of got to, you know, I'm not comparing myself to Royce Young by any means, but I'm kind of doing what he used to do uh, for dailythunder.com, you know, reporting on the Thunder uh, via them. And it's been great. Like, it's it's cool because Daily Thunder, it's, you know, we're media credentialed, you know, so, so I get the media credentials. I get to sit in on all the calls and the press conferences and locker room access. So it's been really cool. But at the same time, it's not one of these like professional, you know, newspapers or or TV stations or radio stations that has to be like unbiased. And wow. so, so I get to be a fan and I get to be a professional. So it's kind of like best of both worlds. So it's been it's been a really cool gig. So I, I write for them, I report on the team, and then I also host a podcast, the Daily Thunder podcast, and then I uh, I also do the uh, Daily Crossbolts videos on Twitter. So. It's it's a really cool gig, man. I've, I've I've loved covering the Thunder. Yeah, man. Hey, I follow you guys, man. Uh, I see a lot of your videos you do with Olivia, and um, believe me, man, I'm always with um, Thunder Nation. Um, you know, with Blue. You know, of course, I am myself a Blue Alliance captain. You know, brand ambassador here in St. Louis. So um, I'm kind of feeling where you at, man. You know, and uh, <laughs> I love it, man. Like I'm absolutely ecstatic simply because of the fact that share that same interest you know um, i'm loving the squad so much not just a player in particular but like a franchise like like the entire the whole thing the shebang man it ain't just one player and we weeping and sad because he left and went somewhere else it's like we love the entire franchise from the trainers and the coaches to the players to you know i love that about the whole the whole deal man it's, it's, it's something kind of fascinating yeah, I, I echo those same thoughts, man. It's it really is, you know, when when Russell Westbrook left, you know, you're alluding to him, uh, you know, because everybody that was a Thunder fan loved Russell Westbrook. I mean, he, you know, he he bled Thunder Blue, and and you know, Thunder fans, you know, would have gone to war for him. I mean, they still would, they still would. They still do on Twitter every day. Uh, yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. Yeah. Uh, but you know, so I was, you know, I knew how how I felt about the Thunder, regardless of whether Russell was going to be there or not. But I was curious to see, you know, how how many fans were like, oh, we don't have Russ anymore. But yeah. but man, this season has been proof positive 
that the fans are in love with this franchise, with this organization, with this team, uh, because regardless of who's there, you know, it's it's all about that OKC that's yeah. that's on the jersey. That's on the pride, you know. Yeah, um, for real. Oh man, so okay, so all right, Brandon, enough of the building talk. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today was the day. All right. I mean, like if I could toot some horns and hello, everybody in the back, everybody pay attention. Another play today. Like this was, man, this was awesome, man. Like I lost my mind today. I think I had three heart attacks. <laughs> and then I came back too, and the game was on, you know? <laughs> like, man, so, like, tell me, man, like, how did it feel today actually getting an opportunity to see the squad play ball? Ah, oh, man, it was fun. Like, first of all, you know, just having sports back, you know, during this whole pandemic, not being able to do any, you know, just being stuck at home without any new movies, without any sports, yeah. no basketball, no football, like, you know, but, you know, if you're a Thunder fan, you know, you, you love this team. And so, you know, you've missed this team. And especially this team has been, this particular version of this team has been so fun. You know, nobody had any expectations going to the season. And it felt like they got cut off right when they were at their peak. You know, they're really hitting the rhythm. And we're in this great, great, uh, you know, place. And, and it got cut short. So four months later, season comes back on and it's like they never left i mean like you know every right? <laughs> yeah yeah everybody everybody looked good i mean they look mid-season forming you know there's a little bit of rust from a couple players here and there but i think this was as good a return as you could ask for it was exciting it was fun uh and just to see all those guys back on the court and playing ball again i mean the fan side of me you know is just loving it but then the media side of me also was loving it. i mean because there's storylines galore so you know i loved it from both sides awesome, man. That, that, that was awesome i mean like how did you uh how did you feel like when you seen uh, dre get off that bench and pull that jersey i'm like i fell in love with the whole situation it's storybook it's, it's uh fairy telling but at the same time man i was kind of disappointed that russ wasn't out there like pat him on the back or punch him in the side of the arm or something you know because he finally back but you know, I hate Russ gone, man. It's, it eats me up on the inside, but like you said, we do have an absolutely fascinating new team, and um, it's a breath of fresh air, man. Like it's so, it's so energetic. Like the energy is through the roof now, and bringing Dre back, oh man, that that like screwed all of the pieces into the puzzle, and it can tip, fall over, whatever, and none of those pieces are coming apart. I like it, man. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I think you said it perfectly. I think it really is like a storybook, you know, ending to the season, kind of regardless what happens from here on out. You know, this Thunder team had no expectations. Nobody thought that they would make the playoffs. And here they are. They're in the five seed right now. They can move up. And, you know, so to me, the, the rest of the season was just kind of gravy anyways, because they'd already made the playoffs. They'd already defied expectations. And now you got Andre Robertson, who's been gone for two and a half years and wouldn't have been able to play had the season continued on like it was supposed to. But now he's back. And not only is he back, but he looks Man, great. Was he so, it was like the perfect fit, Brandon. Like, it was like man it was like the perfect fit like it was a smooth transition it was absolutely seamless yeah 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 it really was and and i think you said you know it's funny because i just right before i hopped on this i did a, a daily thunder podcast and i said the same thing i was like the only thing that was missing to make it perfect would have been if 
this was in Oklahoma City, so the home crowd could have cheered him on. And if Russell Westbrook would have been, you know, there on the sidelines or, or you know, on the team or on the other opposing sidelines or playing the Rockets to cheer him on and to pat him up. But other than that, I mean, they're in Disney World where, you know, dreams are supposed to come true. And and here we got this, you know, storybook ending. I, I'm happy for Dre as a person because, you know, getting to, you know, see him up close and personal. He's just one of the genuinely nicest guys you'll meet and definitely one of the most humble down to earth athletes you'll ever meet. And he, uh, you just couldn't ask for a, to happen to a better guy to, to get this. Everybody thought his career was done. And for him to come back and not only play, but play really, really well. And looks like he's going to be an X factor for the Thunder. Oh, that's the and truth. To hit that three, man. Oh, oh yeah. That is absolutely the truth. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for Dre. I'm excited for this Thunder team. Uh, but yeah, the, you know, a lot of people looked really good tonight. Uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander to me looked like the best player on the court for either team. Steven Adams completely dominated. The, the Celtics couldn't do anything to stop Adams. Gallo, of course, you know, is hitting, you know, three-pointers like he does. Uh, Dort, Schroeder, everybody looked good. Chris Paul looked a little bit rusty as far as the shooting goes, but I mean, that's going to happen. Uh, you know, that was no big deal. But he was still finding guys. He was still setting plays up and, you know, all those things. Uh, but regardless of all that, to me, the storyline was definitely, like you said, Andre Robertson's return. so well all his life and then something happens and now they're finally back and it's just like like oh wow like jason street you know from uh, yeah <laughs> yeah friday night lights you know? that's right like it was it was crazy man and um you gotta be a real thunder fan to appreciate that though, you know yeah absolutely Not absolutely perfect. you gotta be a real fan to really appreciate what ed fly dre does for our squad you know for, for sure i love that you're in st louis by the way and heading up uh Heading up the Blue Alliance up there. That's 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 cool, man. Man, it's just love, man. It's always love, man. Like I'm, I'll be 43 next month, man. And uh, I never really had a favorite basketball team or anything like that. Like I'm from the '90s basketball era. I grew up watching the Showtime Lakers with my mom. You know, she's, yep. she's still a Laker and a Cowboys fanatic. You know, um, my football was always Thurman Thomas and Jim Kelly and all these guys with the Bills until Randall Cunningham came out and went to the Eagles. And I've been a diehard Eagles fan since then. And when you live in St. Louis, it's only two teams, the Chicago Bulls or the LA Lakers, you know what I'm saying? And I just, yeah. I couldn't do either one. Yeah, I don't I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> so after Jordan left, you know, um, that 90s era of basketball kind of left with him. Yep. And um, as Kobe evolved and everything started, the game started to change and everything, that's when I kind of migrated. Like, I, I actually started liking OKC, and I tell this story all the time. I actually started liking OKC because of Nina Westbrook or Nina Earl. Really? Yeah, she played um, for UCLA. And yep. I was a huge college fan for girls. Like, I used to be real big on Tennessee and uh, UConn. I used to love those matchups, man. I watched her play one day and I kind of followed her. One day I remember seeing a guy in the, in the audience, like in the bleachers, just going crazy and jumping up and down and all kinds of stuff. She was snatching down rebounds and it was Russ. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, awesome. It, it, it was that's, that's, that sounds like Russ. You know, so after 
I kind of watched that. I kind of followed him, and you know, it just kind of evolved from there, man. I wasn't even like a Kevin Durant fan when he was in Texas and all of that. It was like me liking Nina Earl, who became Nina Westbrook, who you know, where Russell Westbrook's love showed in, and he came from UCLA to OKC, and I came with him. Man, that's a that is that is a cool story. That's a cool reason, and and here you are, you know. Uh, now you're a huge fan and you stayed with them even when Russ and Nina are, are in Houston. I th- I th- that's great. That's a great story. Yeah, man. It's, it's just, like I said, it's all love, man. I got an yeah. opportunity to hang out down there. I'm coming back to OKC a couple more times. And, um, you know, I want to hang out with everybody, man. I want to enjoy the time. You know, it's, it's, For just sure. all, it's all love, Brandon. It really is, man. For sure. Hopefully, hopefully next time you come down, fans will be able to go in the stands. You'll be able to see a game at the arena. Yeah, man. Like, because the last time the, the game I saw, my only game I ever, ever saw was a playoff game against Portland. And oh, was, really? Yeah, and that was last year. They, uh, the Blue Alliance had sent me tickets and was like, can you get down here tomorrow? And I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, yeah, I'm on my way. <laughs> I'll find a way. <laughs> I called in to work. My wife called in, and we just hit the highway, man. So. <laughs> That's awesome. So is that the one that they won or lost? Uh, we actually won that game. Oh, that's good. Then we went to Portland and we lost the next day. Right. Well, at least you got to see. At least you got to see a W, though. Yeah, it was pretty cool, man. I, you know, they, they took us in and let us see the stadium. I got videos and stuff I put up a while back on my Twitter page, but it was really awesome, man. You know, I met all the execs and got a, got an executive experience from one of the guys in the corporate offices and everything. That's and, cool. You know, I, I met a whole lot of people because I'm I'm more of a business kind of guy. I own a business or two myself, so. Okay. You know, uh, I love, like I said, I love the team. I love the players, but I'm more of a business-oriented guy, so that's why I love the organization so much. It's so well-branded. Yep. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's such a classy organization. The, the way that they treat the staff, the players, the fans, you know, the arena workers, like from from the top down, they just try to fill it with classy, high character good people and that's the team too everybody that they bring in on the team you know they're all high class guys and and the ones that you know you think you have a reputation for not being high class guys like oh say like a Dion Waiters and an Ennis Cantor and and those kind of guys that had a different kind of reputation when they came to the Thunder all of a sudden they come to the Thunder and you know even Chris Paul you know yeah. when he was with the Rockets and Clippers people kind of thought he was one way and now he's with the Thunder, and you know I, I think it's I think it speaks to the culture that that's been developed, uh, and you know over the years you know from guys like Presti to Russell Westbrook and and Nick Collison and and all these guys that have been through, uh, you know, and then I think of like role player guys who had a big impact on the organization just through how high class, good character people were. They were like Royal Ivy. Um, guys like this have just been, you know, they're they're very very uh, smart about who they bring in because it's always going to be high culture guys. Yeah, I like that. It's it's more of a um, it's more of a family oriented development yep. process. You know, like you can develop, but when you develop with the family, you learn way more. Like I always say in the whole the world of business, like it's okay to be a people person because when you're a people person, you learn from everybody else. Nice. That's good. That's how you evolve. You know, that's how you develop. So that's that's one of my little things, man, and one of my little niches. And, you know, 
know, that's why I fell in, like I said, I fell in love with the whole situation of uh, OKC being a franchise. They're well ran, you know, uh, they're, they're overpopulated with people that love what they do. And that's what Absolutely. And, and, and it's great, too, because look who, you know, once Chris Paul, whether he, you know, I don't know how much longer he'll play in Oklahoma City or in the NBA because he's 35. But once, you know, the reins get handed over to Shea Gilgis-Alexander, you know, he's going to be the next face of the franchise. And and that kid is classy as can be. And he's he's super sharp. And he's all about the culture and all about work ethic and, and, and all those things. So, I mean, it's in good hands for, you know, the next 10 years, you know, with Shea. Yep. Yep. When you move like that, when you can move accordingly, you know, the only thing you can do is get better. You know, yep. that, that's that's all I see happening with the franchise. And before you know it, we will actually wind up with the ring. I really think we're gonna win this year. I don't I don't see either of the either of the LA's coming out of this, you know, unscathed. I really don't because it's too like the world is too populated around them. Like the, I hope you're right. I mean you're is on them, you know. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. And, you know, with, with this season being all kind of, you know, weird anyways, yeah. you know, some some an underdog could emerge. And the Thunder kind of had that perfect chemistry and, and work ethic and that mix of talent and depth. That could shock some people. And, and you know, something that people don't talk about a whole lot, I mean, their, their clutch ability, the way that they can win games in the clutch – that's huge in the playoffs. I mean, they're the most clutch team in, in the league, and the playoffs are filled with really, really close games. Oh, yeah. And I'm ready for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready yeah. for it. I'm waiting, man. I'm ready for it because I absolutely believe that uh, OKC is going to end up in the WCF. Um, the way I'm seeing it right now in the back of my head is it's going to be uh, OKC versus Houston. Um, nice. I see some upsets in there. Like, people don't want to hear the truth, but I really see some upsets in there simply because I just don't think people are going to take this as serious, you know, with all the social uh, activity going on and with, with the uh, civil unrest and then the COVID situation. Like, everybody's mind is going 47 directions at once. That's a good point. That's that's a, that's a really good point. So no, nobody's really taking it as serious as they could, and I really think that OKC is fluid. They're, they're fluid, man. They're, they're gelling. Yeah, it was amazing. I, I really expected some sort of rust or, you know, a lot of preseason game type of play, but they, they really didn't look that way. They looked like they were midseason form. It was it was pretty remarkable how, how on point they were. And, uh, you know, I hope you're right. I, I, another thing is if, if Dre really is back, like he looks like he's back, the Thunder just got an X factor that a guy that they can throw on LeBron or Kawhi, uh, Paul George, Harden, Russ. I mean, Dre's that guy, you know, even if he's only 90, 80, 90% of himself, that's still a really good defender to throw on those guys. And he's he's added some beef, too. I, I, I absolutely agree with that. And it's like, uh, to me, I feel like if you keep Dre on the second team, it's like creating a second starting five. Yeah. If you, if you put that vet on the second team and 
that's awesome, man, because you got Lou Dort who's going to do the exact same thing as a starter. So it's like Lou Dort is bringing the energy and he's bringing the the, 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 phys- the physicalness and he's wearing them down. And then you got Dre out there who's finessing and using his brain 120%. I mean, like, how can you sustain 48 minutes of being physical and mentally wore down? You know? Yeah, if, if the Thunder have Schroeder, Dre, and Noel coming off the bench, that's three guys who are starter-worthy players coming off the bench. That's a huge advantage to have. Man, and I agree with you, and it's funny because I'm looking at my notes, and right here in my notes it says, I was excited to finally see the squad back in business. I'm real high on Dort, Dennis, and Noel. I think think they're going to continue to be big game changers for us. Nice. That's the absolute truth. On the same <laughs> he must li- he must listen to this podcast. <laughs> Something was going on, man. Him up and, and, and I said it back in October. I was like, Jordan is the hidden gem of this league, and nobody nobody paid me any attention, man. But here we are. And you nailed that. You absolutely nailed that. Yeah, he's uh he's exciting. The Thunder have a lot of young guys between Shea, Dort, and Baisley. They've got three young guys, all first or second year that uh you know the future you just feel like is in really good hands because they're ceiling we don't even know what their ceiling is going to be yet um and th- they've all exceeded expectations so far which is really exciting plus we got like 400 first round draft picks coming up as well <laughs> <laughs> man sam got those tucked in his top drawer with his socks and tank tops, man. <laughs> that's like, right he got so many draft picks <laughs> yeah. but i like that though i like that in him man because all that is is just basically a cushion, you know. Like, yep. Like that's his parachute. You, you yeah. can jump, jump from any height, any height you want. You can jump. You got the parachute, and that's that's awesome. You know, that's that's the way to play the game. That's why I say Sam Presti's a genius, man. He knows exactly what he's doing, and I wouldn't doubt if at some point Lamelo and Leandro Ball gets tossed around up in OKC a little bit too. Yeah, you know. Uh... Leangelo is already playing with the Blues, so I mean, they've already got one foot in the door, and I'm sure uh, Preston would love to somehow snatch LaMelo. You know, he's going to be one of the top picks in this upcoming draft, but if if Presty wants him, he's got enough juice to get up and get him with all those draft picks. Oh man, I mean, I'm with Shea and and, and Lamelo would be an incredible one-two punch um, at at point shooting guard. That'd be that'd be a next fun decade if if they somehow were able to 
to snag him. I might become a season ticket holder. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of miles. You know? <laughs> I had to move to OKC for a season, man. Uh, oh, that would be something. That would be awesome, man. Well, you know, Brandon, hey, I want to thank you so, so much, man, for being a part of uh, my little journey here and uh, spending some time with me today. For sure. You've been an awesome guest, man. Uh, I'm always checking out the Daily Thunder. Um, I'm always checking out you and Olivia's videos. Um, you know, Sweet. I, I, I kind of keep posted. And like I said, man, since Woj, since Woj took a, a step on the wild side last week, bro, <laughs> <laughs> we've been depending on you, man, and you've been coming through for us. So this is absolutely awesome, and I really, really appreciate your time, man. Hey, no problem at all. I appreciate all those kind words, and I appreciate the support. And uh, keep doing what you're doing. This, uh, You're a great host. And I'll, I'll be sure to check out this podcast uh, later on and, and let me know when it's up so I can I can tweet it out. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm real raw and uncut. Like, my show, man, I do all kinds of different stuff on here. We talk about all kinds of topics, everything except for religion and politics. I'm just not, I'm, I'm, I'm too young for that kind of stuff. So. You sound like me. Those are the things I stay away from. Yeah. You, notice my, you notice my Twitter feed. I never talk about politics at all. Stay away from it. I always do. I might have an earful for my wife to sit and listen to, but I never, you know. So. Go ahead and tell them how they can find you, Brandon, man, and we'll go ahead and get on out of here. Absolutely. You can find me on Twitter at Brandon, and then the last name is Rabar, R-A-H-B-A-R. And uh, you can find all my uh, work at dailythunder.com. Appreciate you, buddy. Hey, man, we appreciate you, too. And to all my listeners, man, check us out. And again, tune in, man. Hey, it's the big homie, man. And thanks again for checking in with Bobby Dallas. Bobby Dallas Show. Sweet, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, man.